Okay, boss, give the timer a go. Let's go. Nice. So yeah, guys, today we want to give you a short recap of our week. Um, we all started at the Erasmus University uh, in Rotterdam this week. Just so we just want to give a short update about that and talk about uh, progress in our businesses uh, and talk about what's going on in the world of innovation and entrepreneurship. Uh, I think it's a nice way to start with Buzz. You started a new business this week or last yep, week, rather. That's right. I started a simple dropshipping business uh, in uh, a secret product. I cannot tell yet. It's going pretty well. Uh, this week I made about 2K in uh, revenue. So it's going well and I'm planning to uh, scale it towards the 100K. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. sick. Are you also going to show show the numbers on uh, social? No, when not you yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, it's insane. Because when did you launch the the product actually? Um, I built. I I put one week of effort in bu- into building the website, and I launched the first ads uh, last Friday, so exactly a week ago. Um, it's going pretty well, I think. So two K in one week of going live. Yeah, uh, insane. What, I was what? quite amazed by that when he told us that for yeah, the first time. Me too. What What do you do? What do you plan to do differently than the other dropshippers? Like around? Um, my store really focuses on like two things that makes me unique, I think. Um, I really focus on the problem that the people are like having. Um, and I'm building a brand around my store. So a lot of drop shippers, they use um, like ready-made templates that look like shit. <laughs> uh, and I really put some eff- in effort into designing the website, making it look nice, putting a l- few uh, lifestyle images in. So that's, yeah, m- that might um, be a factor of the success, let's say. Yeah, I think so as well. Nice. Because usually when I think of dropshippers, I usually have this bad taste in my mouth because I think they are kind of scammers, really. Yeah. And they have all these shitty websites and I have no idea how they make all the money. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd rather go to a trusted platform like Amazon or yeah. uh, in the Netherlands we have Bol.com. Uh, so I'd rather go to one of those sites because mm. I really trust them. So it's really nice to see from this close how you are now making all this money. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you wonder why they make money, but actually it's the case that they make money for Facebook because they just sell someone other pro- other's product and give the money to Facebook because they spend so much budget on Facebook marketing. True, yeah, they so, are the big winners. So Bas, if you, you have some insights in the first week, do you actually spend so much money on ads like, like everyone tells us? Mm, yeah, in the first week you really have to put in some money to actually draw on customers to find which ad um, is winning. So you start testing with a lot of different videos um, and the customers respond differently to each video. Um, the video that wins, you will like, you will continue with that. Um, and yeah, in the beginning, like you, you have to spend a lot of money to gather a lot of data about your audience because you don't know exactly who will set, who will buy the, the item. Um, so you need to feed Facebook. It's, it's like the main platform I use to advertise. You need to feed it with a lot of data and that costs a lot of money. But after that, after you've done that, um, Facebook knows a lot of about your audience and it will be much easier to sell your products with a higher profit margin, let's say. That's nice. insane. So it's really all about data and Facebook is the big winner because I believe, yeah. I mean, you don't have a lot of profit right now at this moment mm-hmm. and usually drop shipping runs on low, low profits, yeah. basically low margins. 
Uh, but Facebook just gets a shitload of money in. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, as pure profit. And they get the it's data, which is also yeah. one of their key resources. Exactly. Like, the, the kind of the golden standard in e e-commerce is that um, your product, like the price you sell your product for, should be dividable by three. So one third of the price will go to the product costs and the shipping costs. One third will go into advertisement. So that's quite a lot. And one third or like 20% will be your profit margin. Mm. So like Facebook's make makes like uh, one third on every item you sell. And that's, that's, that's a lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fantastic. But enough so about drop shipping. I'm sure we talk about it again, but uh, what about your business? this week it's uh so actually i did i did because this is the start of the new academic year so it's kind of uh you, you start recapping and start maybe drawing overviews i'm not sure what you guys do but the first week for me is always if i start a new adventure like like we do now mm -hmm. i always try to uh, uh actually to this morning i had the idea to to make a kind of a map of what i'm doing actually all, all of what i'm doing because it's sometimes it's quite hectic and you you do like five or six things at the same time yeah. so for me it's kind it's kind of uh I always have grip on everything, but it's it's nice for me to visualize like kind of uh, everything together. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what I tried to do this morning is uh, make just a list in my notes of what I'm doing actually, uh, and it's kind of six or seven things. And I actually want to make uh, like I re I really want to make a website, which is the network that I'm having right now. Uh, it's actually a CV, but then including all the businesses that I have right now. Um, but also uh, like how much stake they have in my in my. Uh, in my daily uh, life, so um, it's kind of you. You map the the importance of the the long term uh, investment that you do in something, uh, mm -hmm. and the daily uh, need for the for for attention that it that it needs. So yeah, that's what I tried to do today. So to get a little bit grip on what I'm doing, uh, and yeah, actually, study the study that comes now this week is kind of a, a heavy impact in the daily uh, <laughs> workload. So that's kind of uh, a challenge to to uh, yeah to to. To manage how, yeah, how do you guys do this um well for me the study uh, now has quite a high priority but i i'm in the same situation now in the beginning of this adventure i try to make an assessment of what is important to me and what do i want to focus on mm -hmm. and i'm kind of in the process of trying to eliminate a few projects i try to wrap them up and uh, not think about it too much because i want to focus on this adventure at the university a lot yeah mm -hmm. uh, which as you say it costs a lot of uh, time we had to read maybe 10 papers this week which and they like most of them were maybe 40 pages mm. uh so it was quite a quite a lot of time went into that which you usually spend on working on other projects yeah so. yeah definitely so yeah that, that's a, that's quite a, a challenge and you you live here in rotterdam uh yeah boss and me need uh, we need to travel a lot yeah. I, I mean i'm speaking for myself so in the public transport i can also work a lot still but it's uh yeah it's, it's uh, still kind of uh, yeah. challenging True. So maybe we can tell something about the studies that we do. So um, cool. Bas does an, another study. Uh, yeah. We do the same study actually. Uh, we do innovation management. So that's uh, about uh, innovation and about <laughs> some some really nice uh, buzzwords that you might have known uh, in the in the last uh, couple of years. You you might have heard them a lot, like disruptive, innovation, radical. Like words like these are are used all over. And uh, people think they are actually doing disruptive things all the time, but it's it's not it's not really the case. And today we actually learned what the disruptive uh, definition was. Yeah. So it was quite quite interesting for me and for year, I think. Uh, but maybe Bas can also tell uh, a little bit about his. Yeah, I study uh, strategic entrepreneurship. Um, the way 
I see it is that they do innovation inside corporates and I build a corporate, let's say. I, I come up with a new business. I think that would be the main difference. Um, but it doesn't always have to, have to be like that, of course. Yeah, and as someone else said this week earlier, it's main differences in the in the, the resources you work with. Yeah. So as an entrepreneur, you start with little resources and you try to make something uh, yeah. new. Um, and from a more innovation perspective, you look uh, at a much, much bigger pool of resources, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, exactly. And that's also what we get taught. Like, um, we even have a course on bootstrapping. Mm -hmm. So how to make the best of your idea without any money that will nice. be quite interesting yeah that's so you're more in the early or in the, the creation phase of a business well i think yeah. uh, what we what we did today might might feel a little bit uh, static the, the part where we, we uh, in, are into with our studies but i guess today we heard a case of uh, netflix mm -hmm. and uh, they were then uh, competing against blockbusters in the time and it might seem like you have a very large business so nothing can actually happen within a small period of time but then actually something happened to netflix uh, to, to blockbuster actually that was insane right yeah within within six years they went from a revenue of six billion dollars exactly to mm -hmm. bankruptcy yeah Why? and it's just Why? because because netflix changed a channel in the business model that's that's just uh the main aspect the, the main thing that happened right so well, they, they already had a different channel they used so netflix used to be a post they used to send all the dvds you could rent dvds and they would yeah. send it via mail to you so they use a different channel than Blockbuster. They you used to go to a store and uh, get films okay. from Blockbuster, but in two thousand, uh, around two thousand ten, uh, also the big disruption of uh, streaming came, mm -hmm. and that is when uh, Netflix really started to be yeah. appealing for like a mainstream audience. So that was that was when Blockbuster and they should already the thing was Blockbuster should have seen this coming. You know yeah. they should have uh, kind of had an eye on Netflix earlier on. Mm -hmm. But when the disruption of streaming came, they were just too late and there was no holding back anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and the, the challenge is to, to spot these disruptions while they are under the radar because they, they keep under the radar for, for all the time being. And then at a certain point they emerge and then it's actually too late already. So mm -hmm. maybe maybe we can ask Boss a question. Um, do you sure. think Uber is a disruptive, uh, has been a disruptive company or is a disruptive company? Um, was about the taxis, right? About Uber? Right. Yeah, it's it's a taxi company, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, I would say so because um, it disrupted the, like the normal taxi uh, business a lot of. But, but I, I don't know. What do you see? Yeah, as, see, as that's a the whole thing. There is a debate about the definition of yeah. disruption because this one guy, Christensen from from Harvard Business Review, he's he mm. has a some sort of definition which uh, does not apply to the Uber case. Um, what is the definition? So his definition is you should have a, you should start in a niche or a low entrance in the market. Mm -hmm. So and you should not compete with the incumbents on their main dimension. Yeah. So for instance, for Netflix, they didn't compete with all the people that wanted to rent blockbuster movies. Mm -hmm. They competed with people that were more into uh, maybe the art house movies. You know, because you should you have to wait three or four days before your Netflix movie will arrive if you send them via the mail, right? So that was a different, like low profile segment in the market, um, yeah. but within that segment, they were able to experience a lot of uh, things and they were able to experiment. And from that on, they actually built a large database of all the customers and had, you know, all the ingredients for the for the streaming mm -hmm. service that they were building. Yeah. Um, 
And once they had all of that ready, they were, and they launched the streaming service, they were able to appeal for, for the main audience. For, for the main, for the main uh, market. The group. rocket has just launched. Yeah. And uh, by that point, um, all the Blockbuster customers, they would just, I mean, why would they care about Blockbuster? They would just yeah. go for Netflix. So, uh, and the difference is for Uber, they, so the thing is, uh, Netflix, they underperformed for a long time because mm-hmm. they had like, all the long waiting times and all that. But Uber, they overperformed on a lot of everything, actually. When they came to the market, they were faster, cleaner, uh, user experience was better. Actually, yeah. everything was better. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were more like an alternative to taxis yeah. rather than uh, underperforming and then taking over the market. Oh, I would call Makes it maybe a, a radical te- technology or radical um, innovation or business model because it's we, yeah, we also learned business model. Yeah, we, we yeah exactly. We learned also the difference between uh, dis- disruption and uh, uh, radic- yeah, radicalization. I don't know how to say, but radical technology and disruptive technology or business models. And I think the difference between uh, disruptiveness and uh, radicalization is that uh, disruptive uh, technologies have always a uh, like some weak points, right? Some some weaker points than the than the main uh, incumbents, mm. mm-hmm. and uh, the radical ones are just on all aspects they are better. So that's that's why maybe how we can call uh, Uber. What do you what do you guys think? With with the knowledge of today. Yeah, to be honest, I, I wasn't <laughs> I too sure I, about the yeah. definition of radical yeah. uh, radical technology yet. I'm not too sure what the exact definition is, but I believe in the you should outperform on and on everything yeah mm-hmm. so you can start it as a disruptive uh, uh, product or technology and then beca- become a radical technology so I guess in that sense yeah yeah I agree nice and otherwise we, we make the definition today for the rocket yeah so that's the whole uh, thing with all these definitions yeah. all the scientists the scholars they keep attacking each other and they keep making new definitions yeah. but the, the purpose of a definition is just to understand the world and to yeah. Uh, base your actions on those definitions, right? Yeah, exactly. J- just like uh, if you were playing Pokemon before and you you had some uh, balls, like you, you had a, a Mega Ball, Ultra Ball, and a Master Ball, and uh, was just looking which Pokemon you would face. But maybe if it was a, a Mewtwo, a very rare Pokemon, you would you would throw your Master Ball, right? Because you know this is the strongest ball, so I will, I, will, I would use that ball. So if we know the like the the ordering of the words. Uh, disruptiveness, radicalization, and we know which one to use, right? We d- we don't we don't know exactly yeah what it means, but we know which one is more uh, like impactful, applicable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, applicable. Yeah, I mean it's all designed to understand the world around yeah. you better, yeah. and I guess nice. that is a great purpose for words. <laughs> cool. Nice. Hmm? Anything else that uh, you guys did this week? Um, well, I'm organizing a conference in December for the Dutch honors community. And we were able to uh, sign our keynote speaker and a new partner for a workshop. So that was great. A little teaser. A little teaser. Uh, well, it's a, it's a great scientist that we're going to sign. And he's also a lot on television, on the public debate. Um, I'm not going to say too much about it. It's still, uh, it's not officially, all, not all the contracts aren't signed yet, but. That's a very small teaser, though. That's uh, yeah, but I mean, uh, there I are not too many scientists no. on the television, right? Nice, uh, basically. That's uh, nice. ex- exciting. Mm. I, I'm also writing an article about uh, the 100 week uh, work, 100 hour work week uh, this morning in the train. Mm. I was uh, doing it because uh, this is this is maybe interesting because we all work a lot, right? So, how how many hours do you work actually? 
I don't really keep track, to be honest. No, but I also don't keep track. I mean, there's also a lot of hours that you don't measure, right? Of, of course, when you're uh, billing someone, someone directly, or you do something, you get hired, you, you know down your hours. But mm-hmm. apart from that, if you, for example, if you build your dropshipping webshop, you, your own webshop, or you build your own product, do you actually measure all the hours that you put in? Uh, I try to. At least for, for client work, I always do. I have uh, Boss is the kind of person that keeps, yeah, keeps yeah. all his track data. Track of everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for client work, I have an online tracker um, and I track everything from meetings to like ah, yeah. writing the proposal. Yeah. Um, what is I, the name of that tracker? Maybe it's interesting for the viewers. It's called Timely and it's around $8 uh, per month sus- subscription based. But it's really helpful. So we can put a link in the description. Right? Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah. I saw I saw some also some nice articles on Medium where they are talking about uh, what hours are forgotten a lot of times in measuring uh, work time. So maybe that's interesting. I, I'm not mm-hmm. sure which one which article it was, but I will make sure to attach it on the website of the Rocket. So uh, keep keep in touch. Great. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Well, I guess that's a nice recap. Yeah. Yeah. And the hourglass is almost done. So what is that thing, man? For how long does it run? For 20 minutes? No, actually it's uh, 19 minutes and 20 se- 26 seconds. seconds. So that means we're on 16, 17 minutes right now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's very cool. specific. So that's, that was the five minute, <laughs> five minute week recap. Indeed. Thanks for watching guys. Yeah, cool. see you the next see time. You next see you later. Bye.